WVOW Local News, now. A Logan woman was sentenced in federal court for a fraud scheme to obtain over $42,000 in COVID-19 relief loans she did not qualify for. I'm Faith Bannister. The United States Department of Justice says 25-year-old Alexis Ransom applied for three Paycheck Protection Program loans for her businesses, Renee's Fashion Consulting LLC and Mama and Me Boutique, according to court records. According to the U.S. Attorney's Office, Ransom admitted that she falsely claimed her two trade names were established in 2019 and made a combined $135,900 in gross income that year as well as in 2020. Investigators found that Ransom's businesses and its trade names did not participate in significant activity before February 15th of 2020. Federal PPP loans provide financial assistance to small businesses impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic. The Department of Justice says businesses must use the loans for payroll, mortgages, rent, and utilities. When planning to build or remodel, the first thing to consider is windows. Windows are light and viewed and life in your home. And with Anderson Windows, it's easy to create the design you have in mind. Anderson Windows can easily turn dull space into a wall of light and beauty. Come see the full selection of Anderson Windows at your circle of excellence dealer. Ellis Supply at Crown, 304-583-9306. and must pay restitution according to U.S. Attorney Will Thompson. WVOW News is brought to you by Logan Regional Medical Center. The Logan Regional Primary Care and Walk-In Clinic on Airport Road in Chapmanville is accepting new patients. Dr. Mahmoud Hamza is ready to be your primary care physician. A walk-in clinic is also available. You won't have to wait to get the care you need for flu, UTI, sprains, cuts, minor injuries, ear issues, rashes, and more. The Logan Regional Primary Care and Walk-In Clinic on Airport Road, open Monday through Thursday, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. Call 304-239-8090. The West Virginia Board of Education voted today to lift the state of emergency that had been declared for Lincoln County Schools. The state BOE unanimously voted to declare a state of emergency in November of 2020 and gave the school system guidelines to improve conditions and create a more effective school system. When a county declares a state of emergency, it means they are only a step away from being taken over by the state. This was initially implemented due to several issues within the school district, including excessive overtime and school bus issues. A Logan man pleaded guilty Tuesday, January 11th, to the distribution of methamphetamine. According to federal court documents on May 3rd of 2021, 42-year-old Anthony Ryan Webb of Ethel sold more than 50 grams of methamphetamine to a confidential informant. According to a press statement from the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Southern District of West Virginia, Webb was an employee of the United States Postal Service at the time of the sale. As a result of his job duties, Webb had access to packages that had been placed in United States mail and was responsible for sorting out packages that had been damaged in transit. Webb admitted that he stole approximately one pound of methamphetamine from a package, which he then sold to the informant. Webb is scheduled to be sentenced on April 24th of 2023 and faces a maximum penalty of 40 years in prison, four years of supervised release, and a $5 million fine. The West Virginia-based business, the Fiesta Tableware Company, has announced its new color for 2023. According to a press release Tuesday, the new color is jade, a rich, earthy shade that is a calming, soothing backdrop to any tablescape, according to Fiesta. It becomes the 55th color ever available by Fiesta Wear. 
The Jade Collection made its debut at the Atlanta Market for America's Market yesterday, but it will not be available for retail, in-store, and online until June 1st. Those interested in buying after June 1st or ordering for presale after May 15th should expect to pay $56 for a three-piece place setting. At any given time, Fiesta Dinnerware has 13 to 16 colors in its spectrum. For 2023, there are 14 full-time signature Fiesta colors, including Jade. Secretary of State Mac Warner has entered the race for governor, emphasizing both public service and a fight against woke Washington, D.C. Warner made his announcement at the War Memorial at the state capitol, surrounded by a crowd of supporters, many of whom were veterans. I have been all around the world, and as a matter of fact, there is no place like West Virginia. I'm running because I want to take West Virginia to its greatest days ever. Warner has been Secretary of State since 2017 after defeating Democratic incumbent Natalie Tennant. His second term would end on January 13th of 2025, around the same time the next governor would take office. Warner graduated from the U.S. Military Academy at West Point and served in the Army as a Judge Advocate General's Corps officer for 23 years. Warner oversaw an office in Afghanistan tasked with training senior government officials in the rule of law. He earned his law degree from West Virginia University. Warner, the state's chief elections officer, sparked outrage in some circles in 2020 when he held a Stop the Steal sign at a rally for President Donald Trump supporters in Charleston. Warner backed a lawsuit challenging election results in four swing states, and he has questioned how some states conducted their 2020 elections. During his announcement, he addressed cultural hot-button issues, saying that he would defend West Virginia from the woke agenda in Washington, D.C. Woke generally refers to being aware of societal issues, particularly racial and social justice issues. Warner's campaign launch speech made no mention of West Virginia-specific issues, such as the stability of the public employee insurance program, the thousands of children in foster care, and the shortage of child protective services workers, or the ongoing state of emergency with corrections officer staffing in the jail system. He also did not say anything about the budget or taxes. He joins a Republican primary field that includes House Judiciary Committee Chairman Moore Capito, the son of U.S. Senator Shelley Moore Capito, and Chris Miller, the son of U.S. Congresswoman Carol Miller. A woman was arrested after police say she left a baby in the car outside a bar in Huntington and then fled from police. According to a criminal complaint, Huntington police responded to a bar on 4th Avenue after dispatchers received a tip that a baby was left alone in the car outside. 25-year-old Tori Likens told officers that the car did not belong to her, but she entered the car on the passenger side, climbed over into the driver's side, and drove away, according to the complaint. Officers chased Likens as she drove at a high rate of speed until she crashed her vehicle into a light pole near 20 and a half Street and Norway Avenue, according to the complaint. Likens was detained and placed in the back of a police vehicle where she proceeded to kick and bang her head on the door. The complaint also alleged she tried to step outside of the vehicle and kick an officer multiple times and need an officer in the face. Lycan's child was in the back seat of the vehicle during the chase and his car seat was not buckled in, according to the complaint. The complaint said that once Lycan's was taken into HPD headquarters, she continued to hit her head on the wall and floor of the booking room. Officers performed field sobriety tests and Lycan's blood alcohol content was .120. She showed signs of impairment and was transported to Cabell Huntington Hospital to be cleared for jail. Likens is charged with obstructing an officer, driving with a revoked license, battery on a governmental representative, child neglect creating risk of injury, and driving under the influence. 
Her bond was set at $51,000 surety cash, and she is being held at Western Regional Jail. A juvenile suspect has been charged in connection to a home invasion in Kanawha County that sent one person to the hospital. According to the Kanawha County Sheriff's Office, the juvenile is facing a charge of nighttime burglary and counts of assault during a commission of a felony. The home invasion happened around 3 o'clock Tuesday morning last week at a home on Oliver Street near St. Albans. According to the Kanawha County Sheriff's Department, suspects broke a window and entered the home. Deputies say a man in the home fought with one suspect and was later taken to the hospital for minor injuries. Police say they will not be releasing any further details because the suspect is a juvenile. The West Virginia State Police will be conducting a sobriety checkpoint this evening in Logan County. The checkpoint will take place between 6 o'clock and midnight on West Virginia Route 10 in Chapmanville. An alternate checkpoint has been designated at High Water Street and Tomlin Street. According to a press release from the Logan Detachment, the checkpoint's primary focus is DUI enforcement. Moreover, during the checkpoint, drivers will be checked for all driving infractions. Get local news on demand at WVOWradio.com or on your smart device. This is WVOW Logan. Here's the Coalfields forecast from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. I'm Storm Tracker 13 Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. Hey, our temperatures are going to stay warm until about Friday, but wow, we have a big cold front coming through with some big time rain here on Thursday. In the meantime, we get a quick splash today. It's warm, 57, 58. And then we'll dry out, 47 overnight. Thursday, 63 and real windy, 25-mile-hour wind gusts. Cold front slams some big-time showers through here. And again, it gets colder. Could see some wet snow showers around on Friday with a high of 39. I'm 13 News Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. Listen throughout the day or click on tristateupdate.com for more weather information from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center.